Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music Podcast. Right now, we're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us get out there more. It also enables us to monetize the podcast, to make it better, do more advertising for it and things like that. Subscribe to the podcast and hit the notifications button. That'd be doing us a really big favor. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, mate? I'm not doing too bad, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Um, what have we been doing? We went, we went to Terra Fermata on uh, Friday. Didn't Friday, we? yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, it, it was, was like a bit of a last minute thing. Um, but it's just nice to be back in there. We used to yeah. play there all the time. And um, so, yeah, we had a great time. It was cool. It's always a, a joy to play somewhere that actually has a sound engineer. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's uh, it, it, The sound was good. There was a good crowd there. Um, yeah. It, it was just fun. It was, what was it, First Friday Fest or something they called yeah. it? Yeah, that was cool. I think they have a... Uh, they. There was some article written about venues that have the best sound systems in in our area, and uh, Terra Formato is one of them. Yeah, that's they have awesome. A, they have a great system in there. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, awesome stuff. And then we were at DAS on Sunday. We had quite, I had quite a busy weekend because I was running around on Saturday as well. But yeah, 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 yeah. But the band it was just Friday and Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, it's, uh, DAS was a little. I don't know. It, it's it was odd to play on a Sunday, but I guess it was a holiday weekend yeah so. i think that's why yeah 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 but i mean there was there was people in there it was, it yeah, was fairly yeah, totally. busy for a sunday night man your fam came and represented that's right man yeah you brought, got, they brought my new puppy yeah yeah adorable indie that's right yeah yeah it's if indie, anyone wants to see a cute indiana puppy. jones i don't care what anybody says <laughs> <laughs> no it's one of the most adorable who knew, dogs that, who knew that that puppy was such a chick magnet man did you see like all the women stopping like oh that's Puppy. like that's like chick magnet one oh one. Puppies and babies apparently, man. Yeah, dude. But that was just crazy. Yeah, it's adorable. And I think that I've kind of broken the seal on getting another dog. I've got to get a puppy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So Indy I, needs a friend. Yeah, I've always wanted like <laughs> I've always wanted a, a purebred Staffordshire Bull Terrier, so I'm gonna go around I'm sorry, say that again. Do you know what a Staffordshire Bull Terrier I is? I can't even pronounce that. What the fuck is that? So they're <laughs> they're like they basically look like miniature um pit bulls. Okay. They're, they're like little they're, it's an English breed of dog. Um they're they're just small they're just a small and, type of pit bull. And I'm sorry, say it again. Staffordshire. Staffordshire. Yeah, Bull Terrier. Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Yeah, check them out. They're they're huh. adorable. Everyone calls them Staffies. Staffies. Yeah. They're they're super cute. And um not to be confused with stiffies. <laughs> Indeed. Or staff. <laughs> anyway, the um yeah the uh thing is that I, I don't think I could ever really bring myself to get a dog from a breeder because I, I just feel like, you know, you should get them from oh, a sure. dog homes. So I'm just going to go sure. around dog homes until I find one, you know. Was this, um is, is this a, this is a small breed though? It's like a miniature version? It's, no, it's it's not. I mean, Medium. it's small, small, small for a pit bull. Smallish, I mean? yeah. It's like, it's like sort of two thirds the size of a regular pit bull. Dude, this, uh, this uh, German Shepherd puppy we got, it's like... <laughs> It was so tiny, like it fit just like in my hands when we got it just yeah. a few weeks ago. It it has to have doubled, possibly tripled in size already. Yeah, I believe this it, thing man. is going to be huge. I'm I'm a little terrified. I'd <laughs> <laughs> nah, be fine. You destroy it. our house. You, you, you the bad. other one we have is really calm and whatever, but yeah. this one just bounces around, man. <laughs> have you had German Shepherds before, though? Well, this is the second one we've had. Gotcha. But yeah, the other one, but the other one's eleven. The the other one we got when he was like. I want to say he was about 14 or 16 months. Right. So he was like already trained, already well behaved, calm, whatever. This was just bouncing off the walls and we're having to like do all the training and all that stuff. So that's, yeah, it's, you know, you get up in the morning, he's biting your ankles and stuff. So have you thought about sending it to a place? Like doggy boarding school? Like, what well, are we talking yeah, here? no, like I, I, one of my friends just did that. They sent their dog no, away. No, and no, got, no, no. We're, we're, trained. Doing, we're doing it all ourselves, man. We, we trained, uh, we trained the other one. Um, with uh, because he was a German Shepherd, we thought it'd be funny to train him with all German commands. So we have all German words for all his commands, and so we're doing the same thing with this one. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty he's, cool. He's he's. I mean, he's starting to Halt. listen. Yeah, he's starting to listen. Yeah. He's starting to listen, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. I got some ink this week. You did get did some that. ink this week, man. So I'm slowly but surely eradicating 
any natural skin on my body. That's I know, the plan. Mine, mine just healed, so I'm ready to add some. Yeah, there you go. It's hat base, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got the fever now. <laughs> it's difficult damn once it, you start, man. <laughs> uh, we have Stumble Steady with us this week. How's it going, guys? Hey. Great. Oh, yeah. What's going How on? are you? Yeah, very well. We have Kara, uh, Garrett, and John, isn't it? That's Come us. Back. Yeah, and it's the, the, um, the vocals and uh, two guitarists in the band, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, who are we missing? Who's not here today? We are missing Ben and Nat. Oh, okay, so cool. Well, uh, I hope to meet you very soon, fellas. But um, you know, we'll catch you on the flip. But thank you all <laughs> so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's wonderful. Happy to be here. So, um, how did you? Come across? How did you just? Oh my God! I'm going to say it. How did you stumble across the name? Uh, oh, let's go! <laughs> it's starting Honestly, already. You're the first, so that's great. You get the credit out of the gate. <laughs> um, well, at least three of us met in uh, school at FAU. Oh, okay, uh, we're all at the uh, commercial music program, and then uh, like a lot of our peers, we ended up going to uh, just work in a music school. Right, and uh, that's where we met Ben and Kara. And uh, oh, cool. I was like, hey, we're friends. Let's uh, make some money. Let's do this. And Yeah, wicked. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's great. Uh, do, you know uh, Corey, who works here, don't you? Dude, Corey's a beat. Corey, actually, when we when we first started this project before what it is now, he actually played keys with us a little bit. He mentioned that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really weird because we were just talking about it, and then he left, and like 30 seconds later, you walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey's thing was always playing ABBA whenever. Corey, thing to do. So, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got a good sense of humor, right, Corey? Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's how that happened. What about, um, yeah, oh, that's what I was going to ask. How did you come to the name? Did you just say that? That's oh, all Garrett. Uh, I was, uh, it's a... uh, I just, I wrote a song. It's in one of the songs. And um, I was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I don't know that anyone else has used it. That's kind of like just it's the name of the game cool. now. Well, it's just like, hey, like, I made something up that no one has used anywhere. Like I can, you know, get the socials. I can get the Spotify. Like yeah. I'm just going to do that. And There's a game it's... called it now. Oh, I... No. Okay. Got it. No. He was <laughs> saying like you know. I mean, that's just such a huge driving factor in in yeah. like calling yourself something. Is that like, oh, um, we're uh, you know dirty whatever and there's like 20 of those already so it's, like <laughs> there's more than one kill but he's right yeah. right exactly it's funny though like you you mentioned you know social media and like websites yeah. and stuff and I, I can't tell you how many times i've sat down to name something and i i actually search the names yeah for websites first like like the podcast we were trying to come up with something okay. and we we came up with two or three different whatevers and your know, names and stuff and then some somewhere along the way we came up with the 561 music yeah. we we were literally like at a starbucks or something and yeah. I, I pulled out my phone and i'm on GoDaddy, and i'm like oh 561music.com is available that's the name of the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which and is it crazy that it was available because yeah. it's you know it's such a uh it just is what it is mm-hmm. it yeah. is what it says on the tin so i was really happy we got that you know? no it's yeah. good too i mean it's like says everything it needs to say you exactly. know it's all you can ask for no no questions after that it's yeah, totally. like location except, and what they do e- except now with. they've added another area code because apparently we've outgrown 561 oh, oh. yeah okay. the population has outgrown the 561 area code so there's another area code in palm beach county as of like two months ago well, okay. now it shows you're an og because yeah. you, you yeah. you've been here not the exactly. new area code yes <laughs> you're established it's good so have you guys um how was what was it like gr- when you were growing up in terms of um were you Cara were you were you encouraged to play music when you were young Definitely oh my gosh like more than encouraged I you know always was singing for sure and um I, you know like being in kindergarten and doing like the little christmas solo and all that fun good stuff yeah. that's yeah, cool. traumatic at the time <laughs> Oh yeah um, I, I was that as well yeah. like, silent oh, night and all god. that Oh god yeah exactly <laughs> so that good stuff and then um I got into theater and and that was my whole track and I majored in music theater at New World School of the Arts in Miami and that was really great and now I apply like whatever I can to this different environment of music which is all basically new to me for the most part um right. like the whole band scene and and how that all works so but my parents are very encouraging my mom has always been like 
yeah, go, yeah. Because I, my mom was a restaurant, so I was working there. And she's like, oh, you, go do that. No, go, go, go. You're like, you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah, just do your thing. Like music, <laughs> yeah. go for it, go for it. Like just. Excellent. She's like, I'll be your agent. Whatever you need. So, you know, I always wanted to be like, thanks, mom, love you. Uh, but uh, you know, you find the passion for it, doing it on your own, of course, and yeah. and like having your autonomy and so. She's very supportive, though, both that's, my parents. That's great. That's yeah. wonderful. What kind of music were you exposed to when you were a kid? What were you, did your parents listen to music? Oh, yeah. I mean, Elvis and, like, Roy Orbison oh, and cool. all the, you know, goodies yeah. like, like that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, and, you know, some, like, Greek music and other random things like that because that's oh, my neat. mom and... Uh, yeah, so all that good stuff, and and then definitely a lot of like theater, like I mentioned, musicals, show tunes, all that. Yeah. Um, so that was very influential for me. And the Greek music is quite interesting to me. I, yeah. I can't think of um, like what. Can you remember any of the names of the artists? God, no! I was so young. My mom would just be like, "This is how you like do this dance," and I would like go to third grade and be like, "Guys, this is like the Greek sailor dance they do on the boats," and I, like, <laughs> it was so bizarre. But. Uh, you know, all that, like, it's all theater. Oh, and, like, turn the beat around. Like, I literally, like, me and my, I have a twin sister, and we'd, like, be in our oh, living really room cool. going, turn the, we thought it was Beatle. We would turn the beat around and, <laughs> oh, like, have a dance. So, you know, just, it's, like, everywhere, and you yeah. surround it. That's fantastic. Yeah, just completely, you are, you're, Absorbed with music through and through. Yeah, it. so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Is, is your sister into music as well? Or? So we're like total opposites. I mean, okay. we're like typical, like just opposite twins where I'm right. night and she's day and she's mathematical and I'm like more artsy, whatever. And gotcha. but Which it one works would you out. say is the evil one? Probably me. I got. I get. I get I mean, the evil rap. I mean, I, mean, I wasn't gonna say it. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like literally like blonde hair and like you know just like an angel and you know I I confront you know however but I think I'm the more kind of like tongue in cheek one that's like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. it works out. It's great. So, Garrett, how did you find yourself getting into music, maybe? And, and were your parents supportive when you were young? Yeah, they were. They they probably pushed me more than I pushed myself. To be fair, yeah, uh, I can relate to that. Yeah. yeah, I I probably was at like a like a Sam Ash or something one day, and I saw a shiny pair of sticks, and I'm like, hey, I wanna I wanna play drums, and they're like, yeah, cool, let's do that, and uh, just kind of pushed myself, and I fell into just like loving Zeppelin. And yeah, just man. like John Bonham, you know, he's just, yeah. he's the goat. And Is uh, there a better drummer? I don't think so. It's it's hard, man. I mean, there's more technical drummers, but he's just, he's, that's just the sound of him is just wonderful. His feel, you know, I was teaching a student, uh, Moby Dick, the other day, and she's like, yeah, I want to learn, you know, verbatim, the studio version. I'm like, one does not verbatim learn you know, <laughs> Moby Dick. And I'm like, Let, let's listen to the live versions and let's yeah. learn those triplets and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah it's yeah. more about playing in the style of him than the, For the, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because did he ever play it the same twice? No. There's no way. And it's like the more you get older and you listen to it, I'm like, oh, dude, he was just stone hitting shit with his hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so is drums your first instrument? Yeah, it's my primary. I actually play another band with John called Rogue Theory. I play drums oh, in that really? band. really? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know about Rogue Theory. That's cool. cool. Um, yeah, so how did you find yourself playing guitar? How did that happen? Um, it's. I just wanted to branch out a little bit. I, I don't think in today's day and age uh, one really survives in music or the industry as just the single instrumentalist. Um, and I knew that, you know, if I wanted to be able to kind of explore more options, I needed to do that. Um, plus, I really like kind of like in this particular project, I tend to write most of, of the parts. Um, so, you know, I just I needed to learn how to play these things. And, yeah. um, you know, that's you play it's anything else it. as well? Uh, you know, like a, a little bit of bass, like a little yeah. bit of kit, like enough to get by. Like there's a track that I'm doing right now that I'm like, a lap steel would sound cool on this. So I bought the cheapest lap steel I could. And I just like, <laughs> yeah. I learned enough just to get the track done. And, yep. and you know, that's it. But, a friend of mine just lent me his and I, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's so beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Have you got like one, one that's, how many strings is the one you got? Oh man, I don't. Is it one of the ones with like a million strings, or is it just like a regular guitar but set up like a steel? It's. I think it's like a six string. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the one I've got. Well, for a little while, um, so um, Hector and I play in this band called Killbillies. Um, one of the former members and one of the founding members, Micah Scott, he uh, has a uh, 
for a while he just went through this phase of like st- steals and mm. he was so the thing in our band is we play like feet drums mm. and um so he was there trying to hit the kick drum whilst staying steady on a lap steel yeah. it was uh <laughs> it was interesting I mean, put it that way but he did end up getting pretty good actually honestly sure. yeah there's a lot of fun to be had there sure. um yeah john um how did you get into music mate um if you ask my dad, it's a total accident, and it makes no sense whatsoever, because my dad's a musician. One of my favorite musicians, to be honest. He's drummer, wow. guitar player, bass, keys, oh, that's awesome. clarinet on a bad day. Right. Um, and my sister grew up doing music, singing and playing piano, and I wanted nothing to do with any of it. Right. I couldn't stand music. He gave me a guitar. Just didn't classic like rebellion. Like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was too cool for music. I was never cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in, in high school, uh, I liked hip-hop. In high school, and Lil John and Trick Daddy came out with that Aussie sample uh, for Crazy Train. Yeah. And let's go, let's go. And all that. At the very end, they have the little Randy Rhodes intro part. And I got all excited. Six year old kid ran up to my dad, 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 what is this? And he just turned red in the face and he goes, that's a fucking guitar. <laughs> and he goes up and he gets a little guitar that's dusty. He bought me when I was eight and threw it at me. <laughs> and then I started playing. Um, yeah, wow. So I, I literally accidentally stumbled into music. It kind of hit me in the head. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's how it started. And then it never stopped. Like I Fantastic. heard that. That transferred into like metal and like Linkin Park type stuff because hip hop and rock kind of nice little blend. Yeah. I saw one of their DVDs where they played in front of like 40,000 people. I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, That's right. it. <laughs> I got nothing else in me. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. it never stopped. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, so do you play any, uh, do you, is it like mainly guitar for you? Yeah. Um, I fake a lot of other things. Like sure. where Garrett says like he like learns enough to get by. I don't learn enough. I just try it and then like I'll, I'll i'll sing sometimes when we do the full band stuff and i was yeah. looking at carol like are these the right notes and she's just like sure uh, yeah and, <laughs> i mean they're not the wrong <laughs> yeah. right, 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 they're right, right. they're notes <laughs> they're on the yeah. scale yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on a scale somewhere <laughs> but um so i i play primarily guitar and bass pretty well um drums i can play it enough to teach a small child who doesn't play any drums. Yeah, yeah. And then piano, I can play like one song pretty well, which I just bother him with all the time. I play Pink Floyd. It's uh, the same song. Yeah, every time. and that's all I've got. I tell the students, I'm like, oh, this, this is the one song you can play. Yeah. Hey, but I'm good but at do, it. But as long as you play it really well. Just man. that one song. That's right? all I've got. Yeah. Right? When you're when you just like, you know, hanging out somewhere and there happens to be a piano in the corner, you just sit down and like, belt it out. People are like, like whoa, yeah, shit. Check it out, this guy yeah. rocks. And what else yeah. can you play? No. And then you do like hard <laughs> and you're like, you're like oh, yeah, no, I got something else. Hey, hang on, I'm going to go get a drink. So, um, did you guys all have like instrumental lessons? Did you, did you end up having guitar lessons? John? So, I tried and I was not into it. I did all of high school, no lessons. And then uh, out of high school, I wanted to major in music. My parents, God bless them, were super supportive of it. Yeah. And I failed the audition like four times because I never did any <laughs> lessons. I couldn't read. I had no idea that yeah. jazz even had guitar in it. Right. And that's what they wanted. And I couldn't do any of it. So I failed the audition every semester for two years. Gotcha. Until I finally got in the uh, commercial music program with Garrett right. at FAU. And then I got lessons there. And that's when I started. And the teacher there, uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Okubo, if he's still even like in Florida. But uh, he saw me the first day and was like, oh, we have to like reteach you everything because you are a mess. Right. And oh, so. Yeah. Thank God I got lessons because I don't think I would have gotten any better than I was. But uh, but yeah, so I got lessons just really really late. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, did, did you get drum lessons when you were young again? Yeah, yeah, I did up uh, all the way up through high school. Yeah, uh, did a you know a little bit of marimba and timpani as well. I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, kind of just like the same with him. Like I I went to you know a fantastic instructor and. You know, he told my mom, he's like, he could go play in cover bands and that would be cool. But like anything beyond that, like he is not great. Right. And, right, uh, right. Which, you know, I think is like the best thing that could have been told to me at that yeah. point in time. And uh, yeah, it really pushed me. And, and, you know, he was just like, you need to expand what you're listening to. And, you know, because I was what, like 17, I'm like, oh, just fucking punk and metal and shit, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and he's like, no, let's let's check out like King Crimson or something like that. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it was cool. Sounds like a good guy. Yeah, for sure. He's awesome. So how many of you? guys are currently teaching music now 
All of, All of us. us yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Look at that. We've got four wow. music teachers at the table. Yeah. 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 It's good. It keeps you like. What's that like? <laughs> I know about this much music theory. So. Nice. Uh, yeah. He's, like a, na- he's like a natural musician, I though. Just, it comes out of his pores. I just play. I mean, that's honestly like. That that's way more interesting to me anyway. Like someone who like absorbs music like a language as opposed to uh, like a classroom is really cool. Yeah. Um, I can't do that. So that's always just like oh, these guys, I sit back and I watch you go. Whoa. These guys, these guys are hilarious. So man, like we're, we're, we'll sit there and like work on a song, and uh, Ben and James, the other guy in the band, you know, they're like, oh, that's a you know D sus seven diminished, and I'm like, so it's a D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty I know much. some of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up doing a music degree as well. I've got a degree. It's just called music, like a B muzz. That's um, what I've got. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good to have it be vague because you're like, yeah, music major. Yeah, yeah look, <laughs> majored in yeah, music. music. <laughs> it was pretty good though. We did, we did a lot of like history. There was a composition module. There was like recording modules and stuff like that. I had a lot of fun there. Learned tons, you know, all the classic stuff like having to learn how to um, arrange Haydn string quartets and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you never use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like first and last time you see it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I ever used my arranging stuff that I learned at university. You know, I don't think I have. Yeah. I think <laughs> when I've done it, I've just like done it on a computer, like in Logic or something. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And then you have like a tool. It's like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll do that for you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, sick. Love totally. it. Except I did learn some useful things. Like, you know, don't, don't like double the thirds and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know? So I did learn a few things out of it. It's always exciting when you like make that connection every once in a while. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I, I learned that for some reason. It there does, it is. That's the way round it happens. Right. It's like I'll be... I, I'll be doing something or maybe explaining something to a student on a, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, we did that at university as well. Right. But, like, I will have got that from another <laughs> room, you know. Literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. It gave me a little bit of time to, um, you know, find musicians and to sort of find myself in many ways, you know. That's what I think the best part of like, university is. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, all the bizarre things that are happening, like, in and around what you're learning and, and the experiences. I mean, theater school is just like a whole other you know, level. But um, yeah, I mean, that was the point for me. It's like all the struggling and other things are like, okay, this is what it's for. Okay, bring it on. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I pretty much met all the people I ended up playing with for 10 years. Yeah, networking. In and around that time. And mm-hmm. yeah, they, were, they weren't on the same course as me, but they were at the same university. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's for. So... How much have you guys written at this point? How, 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 where, where are you well, at in terms of... That's uh, the hot seat, man. Yeah, Everybody turns here. Who's writing. Where are you at in terms of Go your ahead. body of work with Stumble Stay? Oh, man. Uh, you know, just like everyone else, there's like a thousand voice memos in my phone of yeah. just incomplete stuff. Um, and it, it tends to be a relatively quick process if something's going to work or not. So I'll sit down. It's like... If I'm 10 tracks into a session and it's just not flowing, I'm like, this song's not going to work. Right. Uh, unless it's like a, just a fantastic hook that I'll put in my back pocket. Yeah. Um, so like so in terms of like solid, done, finished demos or, you know, release songs, it's probably close to like 20 to 30 songs with right literally like, like I said, thousands of hooks just waiting to be produced. Yeah, wicked, man. Yeah. That's awesome. You, the stuff that I was listening to uh, this last week, I, I was really impressed by it. Yeah. It just sounds great. You guys have got a really interesting sound, and it's poppy, but it's not cheesy, you know? It's great. Yeah. I think you're doing Thank a great you. job in it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> That's not what we want, the cheese. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It just, uh, th- then there's, there's a, a sophistication to the songwriting that is definitely, you know, I know... I noticed for sure, you know. Thank you. Um, yeah, so do you have a songwriting process? Not not really. Uh, I find that every song is kind of different. The The best songs are the ones uh, that just flow and sure. they're super easy. Like, yeah. Um, I typically just tend to uh, hooks or motifs come to me first. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, write those down and then I'll find the chords that accompany them. 
once I put that into it, I'm like, okay, so the the source material or at least the melody, where where is that leading me in terms of arrangement? Like, uh, what kind of mood does the song need to have? And uh, then after that, it's like, okay, is this, is this song going to be upbeat? Is it a little bit more downtrodden? Um, and it just becomes, you know, everything's just a reflection of itself. Um, sure. So it changes every time. So, you know, if it's like a super easy acoustic song, it's like, it's done in three hours. Yeah. If, if it's like like uh, the last song that we just released, uh, Memory or After, that took me maybe like a year just to get it done. Right. And all in all, it was like 120-something tracks. And Lorenzo opened up the, the file, and he's like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's great. So, so yeah. when, you, when, you, uh, when you're writing, are, are you sort of essentially sort of producing it as you write it? Um. A little bit. I, I typically will have the chords and melodies and the majority of the lyrics uh, ready to go, just like a skeleton of a yeah. song. Um, and then I'll just sit on Logic, you know, with yeah. my MIDI controller and just put things in. And uh, depending on if it's like more indie rock, then I'm like, OK, cool. I'll just go to Power Station, switch out those drums. Um, yeah. But just I try to do everything uh, as much as I can in box um, just because it just costs way less. Yeah. <laughs> just expedite the process, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that's uh, I, I've done that with many projects is get it like 90 percent of the way there myself. And then just like you said, um, I've been, you know, had I've sent drums to Power Station and I just have them mix them and just yeah. make them sound amazing and then they send them back, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that that's worked great for me with the No Name Scar Band stuff that worked just fantastically. It elevated the recording like crazy because getting a really good drum sound is probably a, the most challenging yeah. thing in a small studio, you know, yeah. in, mm -hmm. like a, in a basic studio. But like, you know, with it, if you just send it to them and they, they put it through all their nice, like their Neve and everything, you put sure. all the nice stuff, it definitely makes it sound amazing. So, um, have you uh, done a lot of recording in studios or, or is it is it is 90% of it at your house? I'd say a solid 70 to 80% is is at my place or John's place because um, right. he he has a he has a fractal so it's just like sick like let's get those tones <laughs> like John's yeah. time like so I'll just find like the one hour like out of the week that he has available I'm like hey are you going to play video games fuck you we're tracking yeah, and, yeah, um, that's yeah, literally what happens yeah. <laughs> I um, believe it yeah. So uh, most of it's done, you know, in box, whether it be, you know, stock uh, stuff or like splice or um, yeah. contact, anything like that. And then, uh, you know, guitars and bass at his place. And then if we do live track drums, that'll be like power station and vocals yeah. at power station. And gotcha. You do the vocals there, too. For the most part, there's been a couple that I've done at the house because it's just like, wow, these actually don't sound terrible. All right. <laughs> right cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to kind of serves like the thing he goes for anyway sometimes just having it be a little less perfect and more like it's like we, a little say? rougher we're, yeah, yeah we always talk about like how like well i'm talking about how how hard it is um to actually intentionally make your thing sound shitty like, oh that's, yeah that's the new aesthetic you know it's like hard. hyper pot yeah it's <laughs> just like there's a there's a bad way to make it sound shitty but to make it good shitty yeah like yeah that's next level it sounds man. shitty when you don't want it to sound shitty <laughs> it sounds good yeah. when you want it to sound yeah, shitty. exactly, exactly. Yeah. oh yeah you, getting yeah. it just rough enough it's an art form yeah, for sure. about it. Oh, yeah. for now with you writing everything are you um are you pretty much bringing everything to the table like okay guys here's your parts or are you having any input from the other band members on anything for the most part um it's definitely like i feel like a trent reznor billy corgan thing which is like not a good thing to be fair <laughs> um but like so you for know those two insane people <laughs> yeah yeah for, um uh well for me this this really started as a as a cathartic project um because i had been you know playing drums in so many bands and uh you know there's this this stigma that as a drummer, like you don't understand like theory and how to communicate with people. So I had still to, don't. yeah, mm. <laughs> so I I had to I had to learn. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> his point. Baby. I I had I had to learn that, and in doing so, I'm like, okay, well, if it seems relatively easy to do, like I'm going to do it, and um. It, so because it's a cathartic process, this is my project where I'm like, okay, like I'm going to kind of do what I want. I don't have yeah. to be kind of subservient. So like if we're riding with Rogue, it's like, cool, I know my place. I'm going right to do on. that. Stumble, it's like, okay, I'm going to do kind of whatever I want to do. Sure. Uh, besides bass lines, I'm terrible at writing bass lines. Like I'll produce a track and then like it's released. They'll be like, hey, by the way, this doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> oh, cool, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just one of those things where, uh, you know, we'll, I'll bring it to the table. 
the demos produced. And if something doesn't feel quite right or someone has a better idea, like we'll do that. So like, you know, Kara uh, has written a number of harmonies, uh, harmonies and counter melodies for the songs. And you right. know, those end up in the track yeah. or like John wrote a solo for a specific song. Those end sure. up in the track. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, you know, like if there's a little bit of uh, wiggle room to experiment, like sure. Nat, Nat will kind of fuck around on bass and come up with something. So, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. So the songs are pretty ready, but if somebody has some input and whatever, like you're yeah. open to it. For yeah. sure. Quite yeah, frankly, cool. sometimes having having somewhere, someone where the buck stops at them can be uh, useful, mm-hmm. you know, because cause otherwise you can just spend hours and hours going around in circles and arguing, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, in a way, you know, I could see how that would be a useful thing, especially if you're sort of driven, motivated, and really doing it, you yeah. know, and not yeah. just kind of like halting up the process. Like. Yeah, because like when it's just me sitting in my room making these decisions, it's like, bam, it's done. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, I think with Killbillies these days, we're, we're – definitely sort of more open than that and 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 sharing ideas but you know i've been in i've been in, i've done projects where where i've just sort of driven the bus with it to be honest with you for me that doesn't really work very well i really thrive off that kind of like back and forth you know mm-hmm. that just yeah. works really well for me gotcha. uh, um no but i i totally get why you're doing it like that and i think you know it's admirable and i've you know some personal friends who are, who are kind of doing that right now and um, I don't yeah. think it's a cool way to write um, in terms of your social media presence do you have any kind of uh, anything to say about that how, how who runs all of that it's me right now but like I'm I'm trying to get some help um, everyone's just so busy he's trying know? very hard yeah. to get some help on that Every everyone's living their lives um, well I actually so. know uh, a lady who might be able to help so we'll talk Please. about that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. That. yeah, that's that's just the name of the game, especially you know with kind of the indie pop alternative genre that we're going through. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I think we need to kind of play a few more original shows, kind of get that organic fan base going as well a little bit. But uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, you're on TikTok, you get something that has like multi thousand hits, you're like, awesome. And then the next day it's like twenty three views and you're like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had this um huge sort of influx of views on our YouTube channel at one point where we just must have got picked up by a bot. I know that some of them were, were you know, a bunch of them were real people, but then a bunch of them weren't too, you know. I think it was just somehow we got picked yeah. up by a bot and then <laughs> dropped by the bot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah we, literally, like, we literally went to like, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 views every week. Wow. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just went back yeah, to, back back to, to, our, to normal. Like our normal Makes flat no sense, yeah. It's strange. Yeah. yeah, it was strange, but... um. Yeah, you know, that happens. Life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> For a second there, we thought we were like movie stars. Yeah. <laughs> It'll go back. The algorithm, yeah. Yeah, you just got yeah. yeah, to say something like, Nicolas Cage, and now we can tag him in the title. <laughs> right, right. 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 <laughs> it's really got to finesse the system, like, so much. I mean, like, on TikTok, you put, like, a random-ass sound, like, in your video, and it could be, like, muted, but, like, if it's there, it's going to, like, show up over there, and, it, I mean, it's just... Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my gosh, it's a whole thing. It's... it's yeah. We're not yeah. good at it. <laughs> TikTok, it's, like... Well, like TikTok is like this fucking rabbit hole, man. Yeah. It, no, it is. But I, I hate it because I get sucked into it, and I'm like, yeah. it's like fuck stop. Oh, you know, you've been watching <laughs> middle-aged stop. women doing weird dances yeah. for like three hours. <laughs> we send each other cringe all the time. It's so <laughs> fucking great. I oh I, I quasi crack the code if you take like a popular show and you um, showcase like how mental illness fits into it. <laughs> like I found like this perfect example of uh, OCD and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Blew up. You're just like right. OCD is X Y Z, and they're like, "Oh, fuck it, Sunny, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." Two hot button t- things, and yeah, yeah, right. That's all I got to do. That's smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty awesome. Um, when it comes to your inst- your personal instruments, like when you're at home, um, are you guys still practicing? Like, do you still practice singing? I go home and I'm like, time to shut up and okay. <laughs> lay down. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. I if I know that I'm really struggling, actually, you know, maybe it's not in my house necessarily, but in my car, I'm like belting my face off all right. the time, <laughs> so for no goddamn reason. Um, but you know, I I like I would I hate feeling unprepared. So if there's something that I'm not doing well with, or I I need to work on, I, I'm self aware and I will work on it. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to like pick up the keys a little bit here because oh, it's nice. kind of just like. 
it's just such a necessity with the stuff he writes it's so good and it really would like just level everything up so i'm trying to come through and like do that because i i can manage it if i try well the so, good thing about keys is you can do some really difficult things on there but the, if you just want to get put some like a layer in you know yeah, it's not that difficult. no exactly yeah. exactly so that would be where my efforts are gonna probably start going soon i mean we're literally sitting right there and i was like you know what <laughs> when i come back from this trip i'm about to go on for a couple of days um Keys galore. I got you. Don't worry. What yeah. Do you, what do you guys normally do? Like, I know listening to your stuff, um, the recorded stuff, um, there is, you know, a certain element of keys in, in some of these songs and things. Like, what do you guys do for your live shows now, currently? Johnny. I do my best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and then I ask Garrett, was that good? And he goes, eh. And <laughs> lots, of, lots of pedals, basically. Yeah. The 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 fractal I normally use, I'm I'm a very, like, old school like i just want you know my clean my distortions whatever in the middle and nice basic analog effects and then i have a whole nother patch that's called the keeler squealer based after him yeah. and it's just the most ridiculous amounts of reverb right. and <laughs> reverse always. delays yeah, and yeah, yeah. chorus on top of flanger on top of a phaser which doesn't make sense because they're right. literally opposites yeah. and it's just what it, i was asking him just how's wetness. this and he goes ah <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So okay, cool. I, I was thinking when you were talking about the keys, actually, because all I'm playing on acoustic is the keys parts yeah, that right. he has written, and Uh-oh, I'm like, I don't know if these sound game. great, just not without every every possible sound on it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, if Kara learns keys, <laughs> I'm just, I will be part of the next performance. The hero, I guess. <laughs> Save the band. <laughs> for the band, yeah, for the band. <laughs> so, we might uh, not need you, John. I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> you know what, John? Seeing as we we were just talking to you, do, do you still practice guitar? Um, I teach so often right now. I yeah. feel like that's my practice. That's you know what? Right. I, and that's yeah. a horrible excuse because it does not get me any better. That's you know what I do is I show up like a little bit early, and I'll spend like half an hour, forty-five minutes practicing. You know, not every day, but I do it quite a lot of days. So I try to do that, and. At the the job we all work together, I yeah. I really wish I had time to do that because the guy next door to me, I used to be a better guitar player than the guy next to me, yeah. and that dude practices at every He's second he gets while I'm like going and talking to parents or setting up stuff for the kids, and now like, you know, a year and a half later sitting next to him, I'm like, holy shit, this guy fucking shreds, <laughs> and he, he's like all over the map doing like polyphia shit and all that. I'm like, I haven't learned a new thing. In here's the newest thing I've learned is like the stuff he shows me for like that he writes and you know as like a metalhead and like someone who really paid a lot of attention to theory and all that I'm like this stuff's really simple but like the stuff he writes actually really cool and it's like really outside of what I would (laughs) like would write for myself and it's like this is actually really interesting it's really catchy yeah yeah and so that's like that's my new type of practice is like don't don't be like uh don't be close minded and really like allow someone else to like let you know like here try this for this genre of music that you don't play normally yeah right and on. that that's my version of practicing right now well not being closed-minded is yeah that i feel like it's a practice it's not a decision it's like a kind of yeah. everyday remind yourself to know, you know? yeah no for real <laughs> yeah. that's absolutely true yeah yeah man um what about you go you practice kind of in the same boat as him yeah. um if if i got you know, a tracking session coming up or a big show like we did sunfest a couple months ago it's like yeah, yeah I, pra- I practice for that like yeah every, every, day. every day or like uh i practiced uh with uh the lead guitarist uh, i played with a lead guitarist for uh lady a um, right. and you know he's he's just a super jazz cat and i'm like i don't know any of this so every day for like two months i went into practice for that that's the most i practiced in like 10 years yeah right on, um yeah. but yeah did did you have any of the kids like learn any of the songs for sunfest because i taught kids our songs we were doing for Sunfest so I could practice them. No, that's that's how I practice. Hey, there's a new song you're going to learn. There's um, a, a person who will remain nameless who used to do that. Um, he used to learn the songs for the band he was in like on a regular, like when he'd come into work. So, uh, he, yeah, it. you're not uh, I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. Um, on the subject of uh, learning songs, why don't... 
you play some of these songs that you've been teaching your kids. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Actually, I did. We had uh, house band auditions at, at school a while ago, and uh, one of our students came in and, and played one of our songs. That's like, amazing. I was like, wow, that's really awesome. You got it all wrong, but that was really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Thank you, Chances you might waste This depression is in session And I don't want to be alone right now Always slipping under covers Lost the night in all your wonders Please don't let me be alone
She says I'm tired of paying For all the games we're playing Forget the rules, we'll make our own Can you please talk to me? Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Tequesta, and if you're driving up US 1, you come across it on the right-hand side. It's a, a little bar there. It's bright yellow. You can't miss it with the handlebars on, on the sign. And it has a long and storied history. It's been there. It used to be called Judy's, um, and it was run by this guy Victor, who sadly passed this year, R.I.P. Victor. And uh, then my father-in-law took it over, and he's doing a great job up there. There is a bike night every second Thursday of the month, and there is a jam every fourth Sunday of the month, if you're interested in that kind of thing. It's just an all-inclusive, any any kind of music, any style, any ability type of a jam. And there's great beers on tap, and they're wonderful food. Bernsey, the chef, does, does a fantastic job. Um, if you're interested in classic cars or classic bikes, there's always that kind of stuff hanging around there. It attracts that sort of a crowd because it's called Handlebars Bar and Grill, so it makes sense. And, um, yeah, you should come swing by. It's uh, it's definitely a local spot and has a lot of character. And there's people who have been going there for decades and decades. It's one of those places that's um, a part of the furniture in Tequesta. And you should definitely come check it out. I um, booked the music for the place and love doing it and um i was a part of helping set the place up and i'm um, i'm a huge fan and you should anyone who is interested in biker bars or even if you've just never been to one and you're curious about what a biker bar is about you should go and check out handlebars bar and grill we are also sponsored by oasis root now oasis root carver bar is in sea grape square on indian town road and it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where, you know, that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house pretty chill in there um you get all sorts of different types of carver bars some of them are more like a club you know this sort of like black light and edm playing and some of them are more like a cafe this is one of the cafe type of ones it's it's super chill in there if you're looking for somewhere to i don't know maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends it's perfect for that kind of thing there's a foosball table in there if that's your jam or baby foot as they call it in france and uh 
Yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is brought to you by Live Music Community. It's the place that we're recording this podcast in right now. It is a school, but it's also a recording studio and a live streaming venue, and we can do all sorts of different things here. If you have any kind of project that you're trying to get off the ground, then we can film you and help you put together an EPK and record a demo for you. We can even record you know, full albums if, if you want. We have all the resources here. We have a green screen, so you can do interesting music videos and stuff like that, and some great equipment, some really nice Blackmagic cameras and proper recording equipment but really the thrust of the place is that it is a school so um the main thing that we do is help young musicians from you know as young as five to really all the way through to adults but we focus mainly on on the young people and we help them learn what it's like to be in a band so we get them together and um teach them all of so individual lessons, but also in groups. And when we teach them in the groups, it's not just a question of, of teaching them how to play a whole load of covers. We help them learn how to write their own songs. We encourage them to make merchandise. We teach them of the things that could go wrong when they're at a, a gig and all of the little things that you wouldn't necessarily think of that go into what it's like being in a band and how to be a band and how to be professional. And it's great. We've seen great success with these kids. They play fantastically. And I think not only is it a a good thing to for people who want to be in a band, just the life skills that go along with it in terms of working as a team and the courage to stand up in front of people to do something are invaluable. And we, you know, we see these kids grow into amazing young adults. We've had a wonderful time doing this and really enjoy it. Justin, who runs the place, Justin Hucker, is a really inspirational leader of, of young people, I have to say. And and I I really enjoy seeing him work with them. And uh, I'm proud to be one of his members of staff. We have uh, it's um, Yaz and um, and me and, and Justin and Mike Scott and Corey and Ryan are currently um, the members of the team and we cover all the instruments um, a few of us are multi-instrumentalists and then we have Ryan who pretty much focuses directly on drums we've got pretty much everything across the board when it comes to teaching you how to be in a band teaching you how to play your instrument and yeah so that's that's live music community come by and check us out we are at 9091 North Military Trail, um, number eight, and it's Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, 33410. So if you're heading from West Palm Beach north on Military Trail, you, as soon as you go past North Lake on your left, just tuck into the first uh, the first little plaza there on your left, and it's in the corner. Come and see us. If you, if you just want to come and have a look around, we're open from about 2 p.m. to about it's, you know, about around eight or nine or, um, most days of the week. And then there's usually someone hanging around here on, on weekends, too. So anytime you want to swing by, just uh, come and see us. Uh, or if you want to give us a call, look us up online. Just write Live Music Community and all of our details are there. The number is 561-951-6902. All right. Thank you very much. All right, guys, that was really great. And um, seeing as we were just talking about Live Music Community, do you think you could... Um, do you have any advice for young musicians or young bands who are just starting out? I'll start, I guess. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> um, well, for me, it's just about holding yourself accountable. I think it's kind of really easy to get thrown, especially now by like social media and like, oh, this person, like they just like went viral and this and that. But, you know, don't get deterred or thrown by anything just be very you know self-assured and do your due diligence I think that you know in general people are very much able to convince themselves that you know like it'll happen it's gonna happen I mean for me when I graduated college I was like "Mm," you know now what somebody's gonna tell me what to do now right (laughs) but if you're just on top of yourself and making sure that you are practicing you are putting yourself out there you are doing your research I mean that's all you really have control over anyway 
And and so if you do those things really, really well, it tends to really pay off for you and, and it'll make you feel confident too and, and it'll yeah. build the other things that matter. So no, that's good advice. And one of the things that um that so I learned in, in sort of like so in therapy and stuff like that is um, the because uh, I was a big procrastinator still mm-hmm. can be occasionally and and I found that if you just do the next right thing you know mm-hmm. just like what's the next thing I've got to do incremental little steps I exactly, mean they get yeah. you very far like you know very typical things of like what's your like one month goal and then what's your year goal and what's your five year goal and like what steps are you going to take to you know achieve those goals I mean it, all the cliches are true basically just understand that if somebody yeah. comes up to you and is like oh you don't got to do that thing that everybody else did that got them there like yeah it's just trust your gut do the work yeah. and just you know yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah um, what about you Garrett have you got any advice yeah, keep the keep the ambition, keep the drive, um, yeah. keep the fun. I feel like there's uh, so many times where, like, realistically, I'm like, just like, I hate music. I don't want to do it <laughs> anymore. Um, and then, you know, we'll play an awesome show or yeah. I'll write a great song. I'm like, wow, this this is it. Um, and just uh, understand that everything's a learning experience. Um, you sure. know, like we continue to fail every single day, every yeah. every single time. And but you've learned from that, and that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Uh, also, like, don't be a pushover. Like, don't back down there. Like, everyone's gonna try to screw you at some point. Every, yeah. like, you're, you're gonna be assholes and shit. And that took me um, a long time. You know, to be able to stand up to people. I, yeah. you know, I'm a really non-confrontational person. That that's something I've got better at over the years. But yeah, sure. yeah, it's a difficult thing if you're not that kind of person already. It's a difficult thing to learn, you know, to stand up for, for yourself. Sure. Well, for for me, it was just like, okay, like I I, I did a job. As soon yeah. as this became a job, it's like, oh, like oh no, like I, like I had one guy who's like, hey, I want you guys just come jam. I'm like, awesome. What's the pay? And he's like, we're just looking for people to have fun. I'm like, cool. What's the pay? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, it's a job. It's like it's not only the time, money, and effort that you know I put into this. It's also the time, effort, and money that my parents put into this. It's yeah. like the same things that you know everyone you know around me that believes in what we're doing is doing yeah Yeah. Um, so you deserve to be compensated for that yeah 100 percent. it's funny i've had this conversation with ben probably about ten thousand times you know again besides a musician i'm i'm an artist and same you know parallel universe if you will um where you know people come come and say um you know, can you can you can you just paint this real quick for me or whatever? And it's like, oh, well, what, well, what's the pay? Yeah. Well, it's great exposure, and it's like, eh, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and people don't get it. Like they're not paying, you know, they're not paying you for your hourly wage, your hourly time. They're paying you for, you know, th- all the years of of training, all the knowledge, all the you know, all the experience, all the talent. Yeah. You know, this is these are all things that you're bringing to the table, and it's so it's not just hourly. If it was hourly, it'd be ten dollars an hour. You yeah. know, right. yeah. and it's not. Yeah. Or at least it shouldn't be. Yeah, absolutely. John, have you got anything to add? Uh, yeah, I got just a couple of things. So one we talked about before, uh, don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. Be open to outside ideas and really dive into everything you possibly can, Play regardless of what kind of – exactly. <laughs> um, uh, another, another thing is uh, I had great answers. And now <laughs> they're gone. Oh no, that's right. they, they I, took no. your answers. Didn't yeah. they? No, no, no. That's no. why I, I just got really. Do you have anything to add? Because I knew it was like, oh, really? I got to go after these super. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, another one, and this is something I got from a, a good friend of mine, is a band leader in the other band we play, and is uh, the joys in the work. Making it is not making it; it's doing all the steps on the way to making it. It's making yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the goals are. It's not that the show leads to. Uh, a record deal that's the other the show yeah. it's all about like the, the thing that you really cared about from the beginning yeah the journey yeah keep totally. caring about that thing if you stop caring about that thing then that's when things become worse and they get rough and people start having issues absolutely but it's really annoyingly uh, superficially about the music first yeah and so that's that's one of my biggest things I gotta remind myself a lot is that yeah. this hard part is the fun part yeah, that's, that's another thing that Ben Ben's always uh, reminding me of, you know, um, and and we've talked about it on the podcast a lot that, you know, there's this um, there's stigma or notion, I guess, of of what making it really is, and making it is not necessarily, um, you know, I have a record deal and I'm touring the planet, you know, right? I mean, 
I, I would consider Ben as having made it. And, you know, he's, he's got a couple albums, et cetera. But, but essentially, his, you know, his day job is he's teaching music and his night job is he goes out and he plays music. And so his, his entire life revolves around music and he's making money and he's making a living and he's happy. That's making yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's making it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what I tell myself. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're all telling you too, man, because yeah, we're all yeah. there together. <laughs> How does it feel? It's different for everyone too, I feel like. You know, the moment you try to compare, I mean, you're just never going to be able to hold yourself to yeah. the same standard as anyone else's. So I mean, many when variables. I get my record deal, yeah. I'm going to totally love it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> we're going to hold up a sign that says, I made it. Yeah. 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 I made it. Until yeah. then. <laughs> You know that making it thing? No, everything I said was rubbish. <laughs> I, I, I made it. I made it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, could you tell us a little bit about what those two songs are about, Garrett? I always forget what they're about. Uh, it's it's kind of just the lyrics are a stream of consciousness. And uh, it's kind of one of those things where this is how I justify to myself is like, uh, okay, something came out and then I'll be playing it two months later. I'm like, oh, that's what that's about. Cool. Yeah. Um, that. So Don't Need Me uh, actually kind of flowed and it was kind of uh, more of a conscious effort. It's just kind of wanting to detach from yourself for just a little bit. It's like, uh, like I am just so feeling this terrible right now if there's any way i could just you know not be myself for just a moment uh but you know there's always kind of like uh it's, it's this is the off part my my mom uh, she was an english teacher growing up so you know when you had to write your essays and the first paragraph is like okay it's your point of view and then the second paragraph is oh here's the differing point of view and then the third paragraph is like why is that point of view wrong I feel like a lot of my songs are like that the first verse is like this is why like this is the subject second verse oh here's the opposing part of the subject and then the ending is like okay here's how we come a little bit full circle sure yeah yeah, yeah. the so, conclusion yeah introduction like yeah, yeah. Conclusion, yeah. so you said you'd never use that again mm, uh, <laughs> yeah for sure um so yeah that's just kind of and at, at the at the bridge at least it's kind of just this this angry acceptance of okay this is it you know right. and and uh it's like okay well once you come to that conclusion, you have a choice to, you know, kind of either push through and do it or not. And it's yeah. just like, okay, well, it's, well I'm going to begrudgingly push through. Yeah, right on. Um, the the second one, I think, is just kind of about, you know, just being stagnant, especially like with a partner. There's times you just kind of fall into a routine or process and you're like, yeah, you know, we, we just we got to shake it up. And then yeah. uh, after, after that, you know, it, it, it becomes, you know, a double meaning of like you know, all the pressures of the world and what, what, what's happening right now, it, it just all kind of comes crushing down on you and you have the choice to once again, just accept it or to push back and give a reaction and do something different. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I find myself writing similar, on similar subjects as well and kind of it being both personal and general at the same time. Yeah. It's definitely something that I fall back on um, lyrically and in my songwriting style. It's like it's about something, but it's about something bigger than that at the same yes, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those are Layers the best of the songs. onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Right, have you got what have you got coming up, guys? Is there anything that we should know about? So right now we're doing just a lot of production, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, just like accruing a ton of content. But we, uh, I think we got a master back for uh, reaction, the, the second song that we're doing tonight. Cool. And then um, I'm trying my hand at uh, mixing and mastering a couple songs right now, um, just because it's like they're relatively short, and it's like if I can do it mm-hmm. and not spend money to do it, <laughs> then I'm going to do that. Um, so we're going to probably be releasing two to three over kind of like fall and winter. Nice. And this, uh, the, the goal is just to release, you know, like at least a collection of three to five songs every, every couple months. Um, so lots of songs. We're going to be, uh, booking some shows and, and just, you know, just pushing forward, growing social numbers and getting out there. Wicked. Is there any shows on the horizon? No, we, uh, <laughs> um, there 100% will be. Um, yeah. It's just I'm getting married in a couple months. So yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so that's kind of been. And my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. She's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of been, you know, the priority. Um, so balancing that as well as getting this done as, as well as other projects, yeah. as well as work and stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that we're going to have uh, release shows for, for these songs. Well, if we have any, uh, any advice for you for uh, mixing and mastering, um, and uh, I'm sure Ben will agree, um, when, you, when you get it to where you think it's good, 
set it aside and don't yeah. listen to it for like three weeks. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back and listen to it and go, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Seriously. For sure, for sure. Seriously, Ben's been, uh, Ben's, we're going we're gonna to get our album uh, mastered um, probably by somebody else, but Ben's been doing all the mixing for our album. We just, uh, we actually just yeah. came back from, from tour a few weeks ago and um, we were up at uh, Sun Studios in Memphis. Sick. We recorded everything up there. Nice. Um, Ben's been mixing, but we keep telling him, he keeps sending us mixes and sending mm. us mixes and it's like, you know, each one's a little bit better and he takes mm. the advice and the pointers and things we tell him and then he, you know, he goes back and he takes the notes and he tweaks it and whatever and he keeps sending it, but then we, then we tell him like, take a week off no yeah. don't listen yeah, to it yeah. don't listen to it just take a week off because you can't i mean you're too close to it and you keep listening to it your, your ears are just gonna get sure. tired yeah. yeah and it's just there's just some point where you just gotta stop you're like cool yeah. it's as good as it's gonna get yeah, yeah. Who, who told yeah. us once uh, a song is never finished it's only abandoned yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i like it yeah yeah new life motto <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some truth in that yeah definitely with all works of art i would say unless you're some kind of savant who just nails it right and but, and now you guys now you guys actually just released a single not too long ago, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. What was uh, it? What? It was uh, Memory After. It was uh, what month is it? September? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we released it in uh, in August. Okay, yeah. yeah so that's that's kind of uh, and there's a video for it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're chilling at the beach, having a good time. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Classic Florida sea grapes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the that was kind of the the goal and dichotomy of the song is that it's uh, on the one hand it's like really kind of happy and upbeat and then the lyrics are just the complete antithesis of that yeah and so we're like cool let's uh let's be moody at the beach yeah, all right yeah good. okay yeah. that makes sense yeah i get it now i love that yeah. um yeah cool so in terms of us we've got das das which is in abacoa coming up yeah. on friday the 9th yeah. we're there from seven to ten and then James and I are playing from four to seven at Guanabana's in Jupiter yep. on Doing Saturday. Yeah, and then uh, that's that's it for this weekend. We got a that's light it, weekend. I took the weekend off. Oh, <laughs> he, he, we forgot. Um, so I have a, a restaurant with my sister. It's great, Second Street Bagels and Deli. Come on by in Boca Raton. But we're trying to kind of see if we can facilitate a little mini gig in there move everything to the side um so that will hopefully be sometime in uh november yeah cool we'll keep everyone posted is that a full band or a duo? Full uh, band. Nice. Yeah, a full band ideally, yeah. We're not sure if the whole band can fit in yeah, Best of Us on but we're going to make it happen. It yeah. sounds cool. It's yeah. like, I love those kind of gigs. We'll be but, flipping yeah. burgers at the same time or yeah. something and <laughs> just right. whatever, but it seems like a cool idea. Wicked. Yeah. Well, you guys are a wonderful band, very nice people, and we are honored to have had you on the show. Thanks for coming. Thank you so Thank much for having you. us. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. And uh, everybody that's listening and watching, as usual, like and subscribe. Uh, the subscribe button is... I don't know, somewhere over by Ben here, up there, down here, somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, like, subscribe. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers so that we can monetize the channel. Um, we use all that money to buy Ben his Mercedes Benz. No, um, <laughs> we we need the money because we uh, as as we we're actually just discussing on the break, uh, talking about uh, um, uh, five six one music uh, festival for next year. Um, we we actually just talked to uh, Dave over at Dave Matthew uh, Matthews Brewing. And uh, and he um, has it all locked in, all locked yeah. in for April second. So we have the date; nice. um, it's locked in. Um, we're going to start working on the lineup sooner rather than later. Um, and uh, of course, you know, as as all things, festivals cost money, um, and uh, and we don't do it to raise money for ourselves. We do it so we can take that money and put it right back into the podcast. Yep. You know, um, as, as we've said it a million times. The whole mission of the podcast is to do exactly what we're doing now, and it's it's to, to bring you guys that are watching and listening um bands from the area from the 561 area um that maybe you haven't heard of so you know um new music um original music from the area yep um you know and just things like that so uh follow us on our socials at 561 music podcast um go to our website uh www.561music.com you can listen to episodes there the links to the youtube there's a donate button if you want to become a sponsor if you just want to make a one-time donation um and then um like and subscribe absolutely yeah thanks so much for coming and um yeah, hopefully you guys will come and play our festival in April. We would love to. Would that love. sounds awesome. Let's yeah. do it. Fantastic. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thank, Thank you so you. much.
Squad!